Good morning, my friends, and uh, thanks for listening today. Uh, We're moving on in our study of Luke chapter 1. Today we're going to be looking at verses 57 through 66. Uh, This is the actual account of John the Baptist's birth. Uh, We've been reading all of the uh, accounts leading up to this moment, and uh, today we'll be reading uh, about John's birth and trying to Uh, glean what the Spirit would have for us as we study together. Uh, Let's go to prayer, and then we'll get into the Word. Heavenly Father, we love you today. Um, I thank you on this middle day of the week uh, that uh, you are still with us, and you are still faithful. And uh, Lord, I pray that we would have uh, a spiritual awareness to see what you're doing all around us. And Father, that we would find great joy in meeting you in your work in the world, um, that we would find great joy, Lord God, um, shining as lights for you in this world. Um, Throughout uh, the scriptures, we are told that as your followers, we're called to have a witness for you, we're called to have an impact. And I pray, Lord God, that my friends uh, would step into their godly calling, that we would all embrace what it is that you want to do in and through our lives, and that we would uh, seek that with all that we are and all that we have. Uh, Father, that we would find great joy in uh, witnessing uh, to your marvelous works in our lives as we share uh, your goodness with others. Uh, Lord, as we study today, um, give us new insight, fresh understanding, uh, deepen our our knowledge of your word today, Lord God, um, so that we might perceive you rightly and uh, we might uh, grow to understand you more and that our commitment to you, Lord, would increase. Um, grow us up in your word. Uh, we don't want to stay the same, Jesus. We want to be more like you. And we pray and ask all these things in your strong name today. Amen. All right, we're going to learn of the story of John's birth and uh, picking up uh, Luke chapter 1, verse 57. When it was time for Elizabeth to have her baby, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy and they shared her joy. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child and they were going to name him after his father, Zechariah. But his mother spoke up and said, No, he is to be called John. They said to her, There is no one among your relatives who has that name. Then they made signs to his father to find out what he would like to name the child. He asked for a writing tablet, and to everyone's astonishment, he wrote, His name is John. (laughs) Immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue set free, and he began to speak, praising God. All the neighbors were filled with awe, and throughout the hill country of Judea, people were talking about all of these things. Everyone who heard this wondered about it, asking, What then is this child going to be? For the Lord's hand was with him. What a great story. Uh, You'll remember that um, when John's birth was announced and foretold by the angel Gabriel, Zechariah had... uh, a moment of doubt, uh, and the angel said, okay, uh, just so you pay attention to what God is doing for the duration of your wife's pregnancy, uh, we're going to shut your mouth. <laughs> you won't be able to talk uh, until all of these things come to pass. 
And today we see that coming to fruition in the birth uh, birth of uh, John to his parents. And Zechariah, for the many months, had been uh, silent. Uh, he literally could not speak. And um, uh, in this moment, uh, the family and friends are gathered around and the traditions are happening uh, circumcision, the naming, and all of the friends around them uh, suspected that they would just simply name this male child after his father. Uh, but God had other ideas. God intended uh, that John's name would be a reflection of John's ministry. And what Zechariah and Elizabeth knew is, in fact, what Luke reveals at the very end of the passage, for the Lord's hand was with him. Um, Zechariah and Elizabeth, uh, because of the supernatural encounters that foretold of John's birth, uh, knew that this child was a special child and that God's hand was on him in a special way. Uh, the truth of the matter is every child is a special child, <laughs> and God's hand is on every one of our children's lives in a special way. Um, some callings have a unique uh, supernatural impact. Uh, there's no avoiding that. John would have a live a life and have a calling that was God-ordained in a way that was unique uh, beyond anything uh, he or his parents could imagine. Uh, but God selects who God will select to do his purposes. And um, we all have a godly purpose. Uh, John's just happened to be unique in that he was preparing the way for the Messiah, for the arrival of the anointed one. He was uh, preaching repentance and calling people back to the heart of God so that a people would be ready to respond when Jesus uh, hit the scene, and uh, so John's calling was unique. Um, but I think much in the same way that we risk uh, feeling like our lives aren't as important as other people's lives when we uh, covet what we see going on in people's uh, social media accounts, um, we might have risk doing that a bit if we think, well, gosh, um, my life isn't all that special. What I'm here doing doesn't seem to be mattering too much compared to what John was called to do. And the point is not comparing our calling and the ministry that God has for us to John's calling. The point is to celebrate God's work uh, in and through the lives of his people. So we can celebrate John's calling and not covet it, feeling like what we're doing for the kingdom doesn't matter. Um, because God's calling on your life is unique to you and to the impact that he's created you for. And so uh, often I see uh, far too many of us these days uh, playing the comparison game and, and getting caught up and feeling like our lives don't matter for much because we see other people uh, doing these things that we perceive as glamorous or impactful. And we think, eh, what am I really doing? What am I getting done? Um, how is my life useful for anything? And uh, the truth is uh, a life surrendered to God for God's purposes, a humble heart 
before the Lord that says, Jesus, do with me as you please. I am your servant. I will go where you send me. I will do what you say. I will speak forth the mighty works of God in my life. I will... I will make you known among the people that I encounter in this life, Jesus, because I'm so grateful for what you've done for me. See, a life like that's going to have impact because a life like that is surrendered to the will of God and to the purposes of God and isn't caught up in comparing itself uh, to others. But that heart, that life is fully committed to the ways and will of God. And that's the point, my friends, is that Zechariah and Elizabeth were really just following through on what God had told them. John was going to be named John because God told them that's the child's name. You name him that because his name needs to fit his calling, and I have special purposes for him. And they were just being obedient to what God was calling them to do. And then John was just living into his calling and faithfulness to God and his hand on his life. And if we um, want to have impact, we too will surrender our lives, align our wills in happy obedience to the will of God and uh, allow Jesus to do with our lives as he sees fit. Uh, There's great freedom in that surrender. There's great joy in being used of God for the purposes of God in the world. So be encouraged today, my friends. You are here for a purpose. If you're not sure what that is yet, continue to seek the Lord and be open to what He wants to do. And I am confident God will reveal His purposes uh, to you and for you as you journey with Him in faithfulness uh, to Christ. God bless. Thanks for listening. And I'll look forward to... uh, Catching up with you guys tomorrow.